Welcome everyone. This is Heather Ashamara with the Warrior Heart Practice podcast. I'm here today with Kimberly and we're going to be going through the Warrior Heart Practice with her around her binge eating, especially after work. So Kimberly, thank you so much for taking the time to come on to the podcast. And can you just share with us what the specific issue is that you're working with? So the specific issue is binge eating. I've been, I've been a binge eater since early adolescence. This is something I use to cope with stress, to cope with feelings, to, well, to not cope with feelings. Uh, this is something that I like to call my release valve. And typically after a binge, I sleep and escape and then I start over the next day. And I am in eating recovery for binge eating. However, I still can't get the, um, that after work need to, to binge. So I wanted to go through this practice in order to see if there's some rewiring that can happen. Okay, great. And you were saying earlier that you work with high school kids. Yes. So highly stressful job. So that's good. <laughs> Yes, to say the least. Yes. <laughs> Emotionally taxing, stressful, all the things. Yes. Yes. Okay, beautiful. So we'll go through the warrior heart practice together. We're going to go through the four chambers, feeling, story, truth, intent, and then come back around again. And, and then we'll talk about what, what you learned and maybe what the next action steps are. Okay. So. All right. So here we go. I want to start with having you Imagine a typical day at work. So you're with the kids and just notice how you feel in your body. So we're going to start with you at work. And just take a moment to breathe into the feelings. What's, what's the main feelings that come up during work? You're not going to try and fix or change them. Just notice what you feel. Definitely tension. Okay. And where do you hold that tension in your body? I thought I was going to say solar plexus, but I noticed it in my chest. Okay. Putting myself there. Yeah. Great. So just <laughs> breathe into that tension in your chest for a moment. <sighs> just noticing tension in chest. And what else do you notice? What else are you feeling? There's this need to like, I don't know a one word answer for that. this. It's this need to like be guarded. Like I almost want to make fists. Actually, I am. Uh, mm -hmm. Almost making fists, uh, trying to maintain their professional Kimberly in front of the students all the while screaming in my head. Yes. So there's that sense of, of needing to protect yourself and also stay professional. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the feeling, so what's the feeling? Guarded was a, a word that you used. Yes. Um, I guess there's frustration. Mm -hmm. Not I guess, I know there's frustration. Yes. Okay. So let's start with the, that feeling sense of being guarded. Okay. 
So going into that feeling sense of being guarded, noticing where is that in your body? So you said your fists, that's one place. Yeah. Where else? So scanning your body. So I notice it in my chest again, but I notice like just top to bottom, really kind of that tensed up feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So full body tensed yes. up feeling. Yes. Okay. So breathing into that, noticing that in your body, that sense of tension. And then let's check in with the frustration. Where do you feel the frustration? In my throat. Mm -hmm. Shoulders. <laughs> throat and shoulders. So breathing into the throat and shoulders, feeling the frustration. Again, not trying to fix or change it, just noticing frustration, throat and shoulders. Good. Anything else that you notice? The word anger came up. Yes. Yeah. So then there's also anger. Yes. And where's the anger in your body? In those same places. Okay. So throat, shoulders. And there's the solar plexus. And there's the solar plexus. Okay. Yeah. And solar plexus. Okay. So be with the anger. Let yourself go into the anger 100%. Just feel it. So don't make up a story about it. It's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's just energy. So feel that energy of anger in your body. Breathe into it. Can you just stay with it for a moment? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go into the story. <laughs> So you gotta give yourself permission to go to go all in. Okay. Yeah. So what's the story? What's the story that you're telling yourself? The story is resentment. Mm -hmm. Because I don't necessarily want to be teaching what I'm teaching, particularly to a captive audience of adolescents. Yes. Um <clears throat> The story is I'm burned out. Mm -hmm. um, the resentment's really coming up just because I felt like I went into the profession for survival and not necessarily for the love of teaching. I teach French and that's not necessarily something I'm super passionate about. Okay. Despite being half French, um, that's not necessarily what I want to teach in the world. Yes. So there's some resentment there. Um, what else is the story? So there's a part of me that just doesn't want to be a teacher anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to edit because there's a part of me that's like, what if a student heard this? And there's a part of me that wants to edit, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. There's a part of me that just doesn't want to be a high school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So there's a part of you that doesn't want to be a high school teacher. You're feeling burnt out. It's not something you're really passionate about, but you went into it because of survival. Yes. Yeah. And then part of the story is also what I heard is I don't want anybody to hear this 
<laughs> so there's also take caretaking. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but that's a good, yeah. Yes. So is there any other piece around that, around needing to take care of other people? That's part of your old story. <laughs> Perhaps. That's been the story since I was two that I can remember always yeah. wanting to play caretaker and protector of my parents. Mm. And from there, other people, friends and ex-husband and ex-lovers. And mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, that's, yeah. And then a, a strong rebellion against wanting to be a caretaker. Okay, so woven in the story is since you were two, so from a very young age, taking care of others, parents, relationships, lovers, husbands, and there's also then a rebellion. Yes. Okay, and tell me more yeah. about the rebellion. This, what's the story of the rebellion or what's the, the feeling sense of the rebellion? So the rebellion's been there since the adolescence and that's when the, the eating, the disordered eating began. I mm -hmm. uh, had a strict upbringing, particularly around food. Uh, there's no blame or anything like that anymore. Used to be, but not anymore. However, that's where the rebellion started with just kind of a big F you, I'm going to eat what I want when I'm not around you and you being the mom. Yes. Um, and that rebellion just kind of has, you know, I remember the rebellion coming up when I was married and then in a, an abusive situation that's how I coped with it yeah again another big f you to the ex-husband I'm going to do what I want <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so it seems anytime there's resistance the, that pattern of I don't want to be in this situation anymore here comes the rebellious Kimberly like haha I'm at least going to control this yeah yeah <laughs> yeah great so that's all part of the story is that of in places where you don't feel in control that you create control by food mm -hmm. through food and that's a place where there's a sense of release as you've said before a sense of control uh, a sense of being able to do what you want yeah and f you to everybody else <laughs> which is power yes. so it's a way of you claiming your power I have not worded it that way but yes yeah okay great so what I'd like you to do is go back into the feeling chamber for a moment and sit with the resentment where's the <laughs> resentment in your body um actually in a few places I feel it in the heart and the mm -hmm. solar plexus and sacral chakras okay so, okay so heart so the whole center like the whole center <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that center channel of resentment so just hang out with that for a moment breathing into the resentment and here come the tears <laughs> yeah the tears good so let yourself feel it just let yourself feel it honey let the tears come And do your best to stay out of the story of just be with the feelings. Whatever's arising, just be totally with the feelings. 
Yeah, you're safe. Yeah, what's what else is there under the resentment? When you said you were safe, there was this like, okay, good. <laughs> so there's mm. some unsafeness going on. Yes. Yeah. And I'm guessing because of the unsafeness that there's you know, that you have a, a backlog of emotions. Yeah. Good. That allows us to go a little bit deeper. So I'm just going to repeat the story back to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so the story is that you're burnt out, that you don't really want to be a teacher, that you went into teaching because of survival, and that you've always been taking care of other people, and that there's, there's a split, that there's either I have to take care and then there's rebellion. I don't want to take care of anybody and the pushback that happens. Yes. And that the, the rebellious Kim, Kimberly says, you know, F you to everyone else. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And that's a way that you have control and power. It's a good story. It's a good story. <laughs> it is a good story. Is there anything else in the story that you can see? So if, imagine that you can just look at that story of this person, Kimberly. What else is, is there anything else that's part of the story or does that feel like the, the main plot? That's the main plot. My, I'm having um, my sisters coming up whom I don't have a relationship with and she was not so kind to me when I was a child. We were 10 mm. years, uh, she was 10 years older than me. And so that's coming up for some reason right now. Okay, so there's a piece of that that's woven there's a, in as There's well. a piece of that, yeah. Okay, okay, good. So we'll make note of that. Okay, so we know that, and I know you've known this, that your current actions are based in past. Um, and so then we'll start untangling it. So then next chamber, truth chamber. What's hmm. true? What do we know is true here? Well, I know that the binge eating is true in terms of it happens. Mm -hmm. I know that it is a habit I created. Um, The truth is, I am a teacher that's frustrated with being a teacher. The truth is, I'm sick of self-destructing. And mm -hmm. the truth is, I want this rewired or coded differently because I can't mm -hmm. sustain it much longer, or at least the truth is I feel like I can't sustain it much longer. Mm -hmm. So the truth is you're ready to change it. Yes. Yeah. Then there's that little part of me that's like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's the rebel Kimberly in there. 
Mm -hmm. Perhaps. But then you don't really want to change it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you a question. Is it true that you don't want to be a teacher? Is that a truth or is that a something, a feeling sense that comes in a lot? Okay, just ask yourself that question. So the truth has some layers to it. I do want to be a teacher, but not necessarily to adolescents who <laughs> are resistant to learning. I want mm -hmm. to teach to people who want to learn. Okay. And that's not necessarily French or speech and communication, which is the other subject I teach. Uh, but I know that the truth is I want to be a teacher in some capacity, just not necessarily the one I'm in. Okay. Okay. So the truth is you like teaching when yes. people are interested. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the truth is that you have a habit of binge eating, period. Yes. And the truth is that you like teaching, but you're frustrated with your current teaching situation. Yes. Period. Yes. And that you'd like to teach people that are interested. Yes. Period. Okay. All right, great. Any other truth that you can see? So another truth that's coming forward is there's actually a lot of benefits to my current teaching job that keep me cozy mm -hmm. and feels safe despite being frustrated and unhappy sometimes with the job. Okay. That's a good truth to see. So the truth is your job is serving you. Yes. In some ways. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. And now we're going to step into the intent chamber. Okay. And the, your intent is one word. Your focus, where you want to put your energy. What do you want? So feel into yourself, feel into your heart. What do you want? One word. This is a tough one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of words popping up, so I'm just waiting for that one to settle. Okay. And we can also talk through what's arising to come to one if you want. Either way, you can sit and wait, or we can talk it through. So words like freedom and untamed and confident, <laughs> magical. Mm -hmm. Those are some words floating and I'm just trying to dig into empowered is another one that just came up. Um, mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Here's what I'd like you to imagine. I'm mean, ready to do a couple different things. One, just imagine okay. you've had a normal day at work. You go home afterwards. How do you want to feel when you get home? I want to feel in control. 
in a more supportive way. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to read the words back to you and let's see what, what is that, what, what does it connect to? Empowered, magical, confident, untamed freedom. So that feeling sense of being in control, is there one of those words that encapsulates that? Empowered is yeah. sticking. Yeah, that feels good. Because you can see, like, if you picked the word untamed, I don't think that would help you stop your habit. <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> or freedom. Even the word freedom, you could so use that against yourself. Yes. Okay. I think empowered is a good one. So let's... Let's start there. So feel, what does it feel like to be empowered, to be in your power? Feel that in your body. Again, no story. Finding that quality in your body. There's more of a ease and flow when I think of empowered. Mm -hmm. Nice. Like I can breathe. Yes. And cry a little because I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To give yourself that space. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just more relaxed, ease and flowy. Great. Okay. So imagine that quality of empowered as a being, as a guide that's now going to be your ally. You're going to take the hand of that guide and walk back into the truth chamber. And just look around and see what's true. So what we had shared before is true, is that binge eating is a habit that you want to teach people that are interested and that there's a benefit to your current teaching job. How does that feel? It still feels true, mm -hmm. but there are other ways of looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, habits can be changed. Yes. There's always someone who wants to listen in the class, even if it's just one. Right. Okay. So let's stay with that for a second. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay. There may only be one person that's listening, but there are people that want to be there. True? True. True. Okay. Just rest into that. Yeah, and also rest into habits can be changed. When you're empowered, then you can change a habit and you can shift your perspective to see who's with you. Good, and then also just taking a moment to acknowledge the truth of how being empowered and the, all the benefits of your teaching job go together. Because I think there's a, a truth here that's important, which is you are taking care of yourself. Yeah. And you might have gone into the job from survival, 
but you did well. <laughs> True. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, let's go back to the story. And you're already starting to see the story differently because you're seeing it more through truth. So what else do you see now in the, in the story chamber? So I'm envisioning, I liked envisioning being empowered as a being, as a guide. Mm -hmm. I, keep hear, I keep hearing, I'm in charge of the story. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so the truth is, I can shift the story, rewrite the story, so that I do feel more empowered. What would that story sound like? What would that more empowered story be like? Sorry, I'm hearing. I'm just hearing a lot of different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that. It, being a caretaker is powerful, but I got to start caring for myself first. Mm, so yeah. it can show up for people. Yes. And I haven't been doing that because the habit of binge eating is just a self-destruct mode. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a crutch. It's an excuse. Uh, so, and the story doesn't have to be that because I do have control over my actions. That is the power. My choice is the power. There's a lot of musings and ramblings going on. <laughs> so this the story through the eyes of truth, through the eyes of that empowered being doesn't seem as heavy as the other story. And if you can, can, realize that the, the story, you know, based on the truth, the story is you found a job that you're good at, I'm guessing, and that takes care of you, that there's a lot of benefits for it. Yes. So you've created, a, I mean, that's, if you look at it through the eyes of being empowered versus I've, I had to survive and so I had to do this, if you look at it of like, I friggin' did it. Like, I got through, I found this job, it serves me in all these great ways. Yes. Then that shifts your perception of it. And that if you also then continue to look at, if there's just one, per this is my story with, with writing books, because writing books is, can be really intense, because you're by yourself for a long time, and you don't think anybody's going to read it. And what I would say to myself is, if one person reads this book, and is moved by it, I've done well. And that's been my, my story all along. And it served me really well because it's allowed me to keep going right. through all my doubts and the fears and whatever arises. And so you can hold the same thing of being in service. And I shift the world from caretaking to service. Because here's the thing with the, the strategies, like pleasers are often caretakers. They want to give and give and give, or they're put in that role that they're they're told you're only valuable if you're giving or you're only safe if you're giving. And if you can shift that and realize, you know, and feel if this is true, I like being in service. So the empowered part of caretaking is of being in service out of choice. So if you can claim that as your story, I like being in service. And you have to be in service to yourself first. 
because to be sustainable, you have to nurture yourself first. So how do you be in service to yourself? Let's start there. For me, I know part of being in service to myself is creating ritual and routine that feels good. Mm -hmm. yes. Those anchors in the day. I know I, I tried a new meditation this morning. It was a, the Satnam, uh, oh, I forgot the words, but anyway, it was a Kundalini practice. And I could just feel everything release. And I thought, this would be a good practice to do after work. Mm -hmm. Yes. That literally came up this morning and that would good. be a wonderful way to be in service to myself, making that a new routine. And then hopefully that leads to those, that rewiring I keep talking about and mm -hmm. being in service to myself. Stop being so critical, like so mean in my head. Mm, yes. I tell people this all the time as, you know, a health coach and a teacher and a mm -hmm. friend. I tell people this all the time to be kind to yourself. And then I don't necessarily practice that as I should, as I want to. <laughs> as you want to. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your practice. And that's yeah. part of being empowered. Part of being yeah. empowered is you're kind to yourself. Because you can't be empowered and be judging and tearing yourself down constantly. Yes, correct. So that's part of your mission. <laughs> yeah. To empower yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's, a pro it's a process. It takes time. You know, and I'd also say to support yourself, to be in service to yourself, you also want to look at how do you, like what you said is so accurate, setting up new rituals and rhythms for yourself. You also want to be really honest with yourself around <clears throat> how can you set your world up to minimize the temptation to binge eat. For example, with me, if I'm going to stop eating sugar, one of the first things I do is I clear everything out of my kitchen that has sugar in it and I throw it away. Mm -hmm. So I start there. Um, you know, that may not be, you know, it's the stores are so easy to go to. So that's not necessarily, but you have to look at like, <clears throat> how do you stock your house in such a way that it minimizes the temptation? And that can I, be part of your ritual. Right. Ironically, I actually pick up the binge foods on the way. On the way home. Right? On the way home. Yes. So I actually think this just popped up as you were talking, a, a way to be in service to myself is to have all, you know, to feel like my home is stocked. Yes, exactly. Does that make sense? Like, no, that would, totally makes sense. Exactly. It would feel safer that way. Yes. You have everything you need. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. And make it a ritual, like make it a ceremony that you go shopping you know, on the weekend so that you're, and that you stock everything on Sunday so that it feels, and you can even make yourself nourishing food. Like what would be most nourishing when you came home that you wouldn't binge, um, you know, to look at it. I don't know exactly what it is, but, but you get to play with it of like, how do you set it up? So you feel safe. You feel like you have everything that you need when you get home and that you don't have to stop and you make it so you don't stop because you already have everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. And it's going to be a process and you're probably going to fall, you know, you're going to slip and you're going to binge again. And so, and just watch when you're trying to change as big of a habit as you have, you, you know, some people are able to go cold Turkey. Mm -hmm. Yay. And you might be able to go cold Turkey and you might not. Right. But you want to pick yourself up really fast. That's the key. Mm -hmm. As soon as you're aware to not judge yourself, to not beat yourself up, to go, whoops, slipped. How do I rearrange so that I can support myself better? Period. No story. No story. Yeah. No story. Just truth. I, I slipped. Period. What do I need to do to rearrange things to support myself so that I feel empowered? Period. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I would really ins support you in doing is to do some good movement when you get home. So put on your favorite songs and have a soundtrack even that you just to get them, or even when you're driving home, ooh, this could be good when you're driving home because you can be really loud. So to, to give yourself a way to release, that's okay. fun, but you have to make it fun. Yes. That's important. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. And then the other, one other story, uh, rewire of the story, which you're already seeing is whichever kid in the class is paying attention, you're teaching to that kid. Yeah. And just love, like have, again, have fun mm. and make it fun. And, and to really, you're not teaching them French, sweetheart. Right. You're teaching them whatever it is you're bringing through. Right. So what you're doing is really important. And sometimes it doesn't look like you're having an impact and you're having a huge impact. So what are you in service to for yourself and what are you in service to for them? And it's not gonna look like what you might want it to look like. You know, and I think sometimes there's a like, if I'm doing it right, they'll all be paying attention and will love French. <laughs> and the truth is, you know, kids are so distracted now. Yes. You know, they have attention spans of a gnat, basically. If that much, yeah. If that much. And that's not your doing, right? You're just right. trying I to can't work. control that. <laughs> you can't control that. Yeah. Yeah. But you can make things fun. For yourself and for them and you can pay attention to the kids that are that are there and even the ones that are that are look like they're not paying attention they're still paying attention right. you know there's their information's going in so if you can can hold that you're bringing in energy to the classroom but that what you're going to practice doing is empowering yourself through your teaching regardless right. of how they take it that's your intent, empowerment. So how do you feel empowered while you're teaching? How do you have to rearrange the story? I like how you're rearranging the story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because a lot of the, these things I know, I, I, I study this kind of stuff all the time, mm -hmm. these concepts. And for some reason, when you said, I'm the one that's bringing in the energy to that classroom, I don't know, something clicked there. Good. 
usually you finding that word empowerment is, is really the key. Because now you have a new mission. And it'll take as long as it takes. If you really enjoy the journey. Yeah, that feels very powerful and magical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking to go back to some of those words that yeah. popped up. Yeah. Yeah. Empowered definitely holds magical and confident in it. And yes. it definitely holds freedom in it. Yes. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Holds all of them. So good. So ending in the feeling chamber, how do you feel? So take a breath into your body and just check in. How do you feel? I feel very safe to feel. Mm, good. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing, sweetheart, is also give yourself more space to let yourself feel whatever you're feeling, whatever's there. It's all good. But I think now that you're, you're not, um, the story and the feeling aren't tangled, and there isn't that fear of the feelings, you'll, you'll have more spaciousness to let the feelings arise and hold them and be with them. Yes. And when you don't have them attached to the story, they come, they're really, they can be really intense, and then they go away. They're just waves. I like the, something I'm taking away from today for sure is I liked how you were, you'd make a statement and say just period. <laughs> yes. I think I need to practice that. That felt good to me. Good. Yeah. It's like one it, of my favorite teachings. Yeah. It's, I call it the grammar teaching is most of us have commas and semicolons and <laughs> You know, we make these huge stories up and it's just period. It's so, it can be so simple. So simple. Yeah. 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 So go, go towards the simplicity. Go so, towards the simplicity and also what do you need to support yourself, to empower yourself? And whatever that is, if that's calling somebody up every day when you get home and talking to them for 10 minutes, five minutes, you know, finding a sponsor having a friend that also is working through food issues that you just check in with each other. Um, you know, you may or may not need that. Finding a group that you go to right after work, putting on your dance music, you know, having, so we came up with some good ideas and you wanna just keep brainstorming and tweaking them as you go along. That's really the key is that you're watching of like what works, what doesn't work, what needs to be, get tweaked. And that's what being empowered is, is fluidity and flexibility and figuring things out as you go along and your goals. I love that. Being curious of what works and what doesn't. Yes. Yeah. And then you'll find your way. This is quite the process. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Yeah, thanks for your vulnerability and your willingness to bring this up. And I know it'll, it'll help a lot of people that are dealing with similar struggles. So yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and stay in touch. And for those of you that are listening, just feel into what are the ways that this Kimberly's journey is similar to something that you're working with. How can you support yourself? And the book comes out on the 7th of January. Really excited for it to be launched. So thanks again so much, Kimberly. Take good care and stay in touch. Let me know how things go. Absolutely. Thank you very much for this. You're so welcome. Take good care. Take care. <laughs>